This is a interesting time to be living, isn't it? There is so many things going on in the world right now as we think and as we speak, as we pray, as we endeavor to get ourselves into a mental state, a spiritual state of receptivity, and as we think to spiritually settle our own inner self with the truth that takes us beyond the world of appearances. I've had many questions about this subject that we're going to discuss ever so briefly today. I'm sitting here at my computer and I am going to have a kind of fireside chat with any who care to listen to me today to maybe give an idea or thought that hopefully will bring a measure of insight and hopefully a measure of peace to any who choose to listen to me. I've been a unity minister for, oh, I was ordained in 1966, went to the village in before then, of course, and over the 53 plus years, I've had experiences, but none like this one that we are within right now. Now, let me set a boundary here or a underlying uh, point of reference that I think is important. We can either approach what is taking place as a victim or in a different statement as a victor. If we choose to be the victim, then we are giving up our spiritual strength. We are giving up any leverage that we can exercise to bring us back to the center, to the core of who and what we truly are. Over the years of ministry, I have often said, very often, I have said, there is no luck, there is no accident, there is no chance. There is only consciousness expressing. Now, that can be a very easy statement at some point in one's life when things are going wonderfully well, when things are, you know, roses and peaches and cream and all of the other kinds of things. But when we look at our television and see what's going on right now as far as, and I'm not talking about the the protests. Uh, this is our country and we have the right to go out and say, I don't like something or I do like something. But when we see the other things that are going on, there are questions I'm sure that we all come up with. And yet my words are, there is no luck there is no accident, there is no chance, there is only consciousness expressing and unfolding. So let's bring this into focus right now. Years ago, shortly after the Berlin Wall went up, a minister friend of ours was over in Germany, West Germany, and visited the wall that was fresh probably yet in the process of being being erected uh, in its entirety. And she said, there is an overwhelming feeling, a voice within her that needed to be 
acknowledged and addressed and spoken to. And it came out something like this. Father, God, Father, forgive me for my part in this. How insightful. So, cannot we perhaps look at what is taking place in the world right now, be it anything you care to bring up that doesn't make you feel good and all kinds of warm and cuddly, forgive us, forgive me, Father, forgive me, dear God, forgive me, dear Source Energy, for my part in this. You see, consciousness, there is two ways of looking at it. Individually, my consciousness as an individual and yours as an individual. Or we can have group consciousness or mass consciousness or whatever words you care to have. That we are always collectively creating as self-creators a world, a life, an environment as we are collectively doing the very same thing. We match together. We can say that we are right now where we are, be it in a place that is an environment for certainly our own consciousness of, of attraction, but also we have bought into what some have called race consciousness, and we are within that space as well. It is who and what we have participated in, what we have agreed to, and where we are. There is no luck, there is no accident, there is no chance. And thankfully, we can be thankful for that realization. Because if that wasn't the soul, if we have luck and accident and chance, and we have mistakes in the universe and all kinds of ways of looking at it, then we have no leverage whatsoever. We are the pawn. We are the... Um, uh, the, the beingness floating around in empty space and we are at the mercy of anything that is outside of us. And that's not true, dear friends. As a spiritual being, as an expression of the one presence, one power, as God in us, through us, and as us, we are walking point in a universe that is unfolding and we are adding either our consciousness of the solution or the problem. And the more we concentrate on the problem, the more we are giving energy in that direction rather than the solution that is the return in consciousness, in truth, in focus to God in us, through us, and as us. God, the ultimate expression of pure love, that which is the truth the love, the light, the joy, any other adjective, pronoun, or noun we care to give to it in this regard. There is only God. God is the one presence, one power. And so we find ourselves here then looking at what is taking place. And how how is this at work within us? <clears throat> what is our part in the world? Let us just look right now for an example at the at the at the COVID nineteen the uh, the pandemic that is going on within our world, what caused that? Well, let's not look outside of ourselves in any way, shape, or form. We are 
a part of the world. We are a part of the consciousness that attracts and draws forth as a, um, as a cohesive uh, part of the greater picture, whatever it is that is taking place in our world. Now, let's add to that personal consciousness. We are not in the position of being um, in... Well, let's just, let, me, let me say it in this way. If we are not yet in the process of having this affect us in a physical sense, then we are recognizing on some level that we are in our right and perfect place at our right and perfect time, and we are focused within the God energy of life and health and strength and all of the good things. Then, if we are in some way, say, perform, um, uh, um, allowing this this energy that we call a virus to have entered our life and our experience and our expression, then at some point we can say, Father, dear God, what can I do? What forgiveness can I ex can, can I accept and express upon myself that brought this into a focus in my life? And how can I move from it, move through it, and move out of it into something that is better? Said another way, there is no God outside of us, of you, that will forgive you because you've done nothing wrong. Uh, it's like the wonderful question, have you been saved? And the wonderful answer is, I've never been lost. And you have nothing that you need forgiving for. You have nothing that you need to fall on your knees and ask forgiveness for because God in you, through you, and as you knows you only as you are, as in truth you are created to be. So look not outside of yourself for forgiveness, but let the word forgiveness be a focus inward that we can use to sort of allow the thoughts to meander as we look within our own experience and the thoughts we've kept and the, uh, and the actions we've participated in. And in essence to say, if there's been something that has been an attracting form in my thoughts, feelings, or actions that is now placing me in this area of receptivity, in this area of the land of effects, then I can forgive myself or move into the direction of expressing and accepting only the greater good that I am. I will not lay claim to victim, chance, or luck. I will not blame anything outside of me. And even more important and more difficult, I will not blame myself, for this is the environment in which I, right now, am living, moving, and having my being. And I love the statement that says, Larry, you can throw your name in there. Larry, you, you can do nothing wrong because you never get it done. You have experiences that you may not wish to repeat, but there's nothing you have done that is wrong. It all will form as a basis for the truth within you that it can encourage the greater realization of God in you, through you, and as you along the way. And then we have the gentleman by the name of George Floyd, who some people would say was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I am not going to try to 
sugarcoat anything that I'm going to say. And remember, anybody is truth in expression in them, through them, and as them. And Mr. Floyd also could do nothing wrong because he is an eternal being and he is always a part of the next unfolding journey that he is upon. So what happened? I don't truly know what brought all of these individuals together. But I do know, and I have to hold to this truth, because if I don't, then everything else falls away. It's sort of like myself, I, finding out that all of a sudden two plus two doesn't equal four. Oh my, what does that say about the universe? It's flawed. Something is wrong. No, nothing is wrong in the universe. Nothing is wrong. And it isn't wrong for us to have feelings. It isn't wrong for us to, if we feel led to demonstrate and to allow what we think and feel to be heard by others. But let's not get involved in the consciousness behind what is there to give strength to that. For that which we focus upon in our mind and our heart, in essence, calls out to the universe within our own personal life for more of the same. We want to be the expressor of love, of peace, of understanding and joy. We choose to not place a judgment on anything that has gone wrong, because nothing has. Now, does this mean that, again, something has happened to Mr. Floyd that is wrong? No. It means that he has called forth some way an expression in his life as the others who were involved that needs to be understood within the context of the broader picture. You see, nothing has happened in, uh, uh, in, in his eternal journey. He's just as, as much now as he ever has been. Uh, we all come to a place at some point where we exit this three-dimensional life experience. We all do that. And so we all do it in different ways. We all do it individually, collectively. We do it because of something that within our eternalness is a kind of choice that we have made within consciousness for this to be so within our journey. And any exit from this life is not wrong or is not bad. It just is a part of right now in this eternalness. And so all of the people involved in this experience were there by right of consciousness. And think of the good. Let's just say maybe, let's just say that maybe on some level within his eternal journey, uh, George Floyd, he allowed himself to be in a position where greater good can come from this choice, this action that he uh, on some level volunteered to be a part of. And isn't that what we're now seeing with all that is going on with red, yellow, black, and white holding up signs, I can't breathe, or justice for Mr. Floyd, or things of that nature. Things, race areas that have been swept under the rug for so long, they're out there now. Again, and hopefully this time we can do something in a collective sense, rather than continue to stir around in what is wrong and call it evil, call it unfair, call it unjust, call it something that it doesn't give us a good, happy feeling. There is no luck. There is no accident. There is no chance. 
there is only the principle that is very similar to mathematics. It is unerring. It is always there. And it is there, and we are using that energy consciously or subconsciously all the time. The goal is to start using it consciously. And the goal is always on an ever-increasing level to realize that while we have an opportunity, the opportunity on a conscious level is to continue to let the journey that we are upon unfold within us and continue as we do more and more, especially in new thought circles like you undoubtedly are, to come from center to circumference in your choices, in your dealings, in your effects that you uh, embrace, and to know that there is but one presence, one power, and continue to know that. And if you don't, and I don't, I don't know all the answers, dear friends, but if you find yourself really stumbling in any area, pull back and say to yourself, consciously or unconsciously or whatever, I don't understand what's going on here. But I know that there is but one presence, one power. I know that there is only God, God the good, unlimited. Only God and only good. This I know to be true. So, we can loose and let go of this and loose and let go all of the people, be they the perpetrators in an outer play of what was taking place in action, or the one who is Mr. Floyd who made his exit in this particular way. Let's not stay there. Let's know the truth of that energy within us that now can be a part of building in the race consciousness, in the collective consciousness, something that is better, something that is more stable. What can we do? We can know the truth. And the truth, we are told and promised, will set us free. From what? Well, free from anxiety, free from all different kinds of things that that doesn't feel good within us as we try to make sense of what is happening. And that's the freedom that we want. So let's move into, let's factor into, let's continue to explore within the choices that we make, this truth, rather than settle in for what others are telling us that are unhappy and that are certainly not conducive to the feeling that is God, that is good, that is truth, and that is love. Hold to what you know, what you are learning, what you are ever increasingly knowing of the truth of God in you, through you, and as you, of love at work in all things in your life. That is the most blessing you can do. If you cannot do this by looking at something, then don't look at it. If you can do this by talking to someone and not entering into uh, their level of how they are seeing things, uh, then hold back up and go to what you know to be true. Uh, refrain from any conversations that are um, lending to the feeling that the majority of people are thinking and feeling that is going on in the world around them right now. And center yourself in God the good, only having the truth, only having the understanding that only good is at work. Only God is at work. So you're not a pawn. You're not a helpless um, 
uh, part of the picture of life that is simply taking you uh, and twirling you around like like the old game you used to play when you were perhaps on skates and it was crack the whip and you were at the end of that experience and you were just really out of control. You're not that unless you choose to be, unless you choose to buy into race consciousness right now and all that it might be saying all the news all the all the all the people who are reporting on it and remember they are all reporting from the vision of their consciousness and you have a different one i trust and we are in the process of letting that difference within us unfold and explore a greater depth of who and what we truly are it is who and what we need to remember at this point in time. We're living in a good time. We're living in a time that the world will emerge from into some that is greater good and greater peaceful. I trust that is true. I know it is true. And I want to be a part of that process. I want to be a part of the solution, not a part of that which many are labeling in so many other words and so many other types of context. I am the truth. God within me is the truth. I will affirm that, and I will know that. It is who and what I am. So, yes, you and I and we are part of a very select few people on the face of this earth right now who can hold to this truth that I have just spoken to. The majority of people are blind as bats, so to speak, in a spiritual sense, and that's not wrong. It is not wrong to call them uh, the opportunity right now to know that not everyone is in tune with this greater good flowing. It's just acknowledging that they are where they are, and that is exactly where they should be and where they must be at this moment. But we do not have to be where we do not choose to be. We do not have to buy into what we do not choose to buy into. We do not have to make a part of our consciousness that which we do not want to be a part of consciousness. We are the choice makers in our world. In our world, remember, God in you, through you, and as you, you are walking point in that. And the more you walk point consciously, rather than knee-jerk, unconscious ways of approaching life, the more that we look at what is going on and all those reporting on it and in essence saying, how should I feel? Oh, I should feel this way, shouldn't I? And to buy into that, the more we are saying, no, I choose to believe this and then state what I choose to believe and to say in conversations, I don't really care to talk about it in this vein anymore because it doesn't feel good to me. I want to feel good. And I know that feeling good is the energy that will send this goodness forth into the world and to be a part of something that is good unfolding. You and I right now are living in the presence of pure being. In fact, Mr. Fillmore had the invocation and he said, I am in the presence of pure being. And he went on to say other things. And I would say, Mr. Fillmore, let's take it another step. And to say that I am not only in the presence of pure being, but to say, I am the presence of pure being. It has to be that. There is no God outside of us. There is no energy out there waiting, waiting for praise or waiting to be placated. 
There's only God energy that moves in us and through us and as us and allows us to make the choices that we make, allows these choices to be what we have termed God's will in, in, in times past. There is no outside of us that is implying a will upon us. There is an energy that is equated with love. And that energy then, if it becomes consciously ours, certainly is, can be likened to the will of the universe of pure love to continue to express and unfold. But you are that creator. You are that self-creator that right now has an opportunity, a duty to walk in the path that you would see with others, to walk in a path that you would see fit for the world that you would care to leave for those who would come after us, come after you. Let's know the truth, and that truth, as we know it, will indeed set us free. Hold to that, dear friends, and it's all good.